Welcome to issue 194 of Critical Encounters, a podcast about Marvel Champions, a living card game by Fantasy Flight Games. Here, we take a good look at that most critical piece of the game, the encounter sets. We'll discuss those poorly understood characters, unfairly labeled villains, and their various plans to shape humanity and benefit the planet, as well as those so-called heroes intent on thwarting them. I'm one of your hosts, Steve. And I am joined by my good friend, Daniel. Hello, sir. Hello, my good friend, Steve. How are you tonight? I am well. I'm a little sad because Mike is not here. Yeah. Yeah. So before we get into anything else, I just want to mention, Mike probably will be missing quite a few issues going forward. Uh, He's not off the show. He just has some life and school and work things going on and he needs to take a little time and focus so he's going to be a little sporadic until he completes those tasks and then he will be back full time so stay tuned yep. fret not fret not we're hoping to well I, I can't say fill his shoes but we're hoping to like substitute temporarily maybe some community members and friends of the show occasionally here and there just yeah. so it's not just Daniel and I the whole time no, could you imagine, Steve? Oh, oh, we would lose rock. all of the listeners we have been working on. Right. Getting. Yep. I mean, we're going to still do our regular guest yeah. issues for Shadows of the Past and things, but we might, Those poor we might add some more. Those yeah, I know, patrons. right? I gave $2 for these two chumps. Yikes. I paid the oh. money for Mike and his hair. Anyway. <laughs> oh, if they're looking you know, for hair, this is the wrong show no, for them. You, the, the lair is, well, I will say this. The drain, the shower drain is going to be a lot happier. Yes, that's so, true. Um, speaking of shower drains and patrons and such, Steve, I want to, I want to reverse the normal way of doing this, and I want to ask you what's on your mind tonight. See, Mike's gone. We're already doing things backwards. He's not going to be here to read obligations anymore. Holy cow! Oh, I refuse to do that. Okay. Uh, well, I'll tell you what's on my <laughs> mind tonight. It's a who, Daniel. Mm. Yeah. And I always love the who's. Yeah, me too. Uh, it's a Patreon thank you. We want to say thank you to Sageless One. We want to thank them for their patronage, for listening to the show, for being out there, being part of the community, playing this game. Uh, and like every patron, thank you. We need a job assignment, and I have a good job for them. It's sort of a short one, but it is well, short high risk. In what sense? Like, uh, I think once they won't the task be doing is it done, for very long, or? yeah, possibly, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, because what we need them to do is mm-hmm. go around the layer outside and inside and pick up all the rotten pumpkin bombs that we left from the Halloween uh-huh. episode uh-huh. last week. Yeah. yeah, they need to clean them all up, but they need to be careful because most of them are still active and they're dangerous because they're now rotting and degrading. They could go off. Um, Feel free to come like uh, after hours. Yeah. Well, once that job is done, we also have this table over here um, full of all that gross candy and those popcorn balls we talked about that we got yeah. from trick-or-treating. Yeah. Eating plenty uh, of popcorn balls and the, yeah. Yeah. We need them to go through and eat all of that stuff. So What are they going to do with all the Canadian toothbrushes? Um, I guess we could hand those out as like uh, party favors at our next... You know, villain roundtable. That sounds good. Yeah. Okay. 
Thank well, you, Sageless One, for being a patron, and thank you to all our patrons. So. Yes, absolutely. Thank you, thank you. At the end of the show, we'll tell you how you can join this handsome crew of patrons. You know what, Steve? I bet they're all handsome and beautiful, just like just like Marvel superheroes are. Oh yeah, except for them. Yeah. Oh, the heroes. The yeah, heroes are okay. beautiful. Sadly, it seems to be that there's very few hyper attractive villains. Although there are, are you saying are Mojo is not attractive? Mojo troubles me. In f- fact, there's something nauseating about him. Yeah. Uh, but but tonight, are, however, I was going to say we are off track without Mike. I was going to say, what else are we doing tonight? <laughs> yeah. Well, Steve, I've got a story for you. Oh, good. You did that thing you do where sometimes you make the mistake of leaving me in charge of a backstory. That's no mistake, Daniel. Your backstories are always very entertaining. Well, thank you. Um, They might not be as fact-based as some of the things that you and Mike cobble up together. Um, And I'm sure sure we'll hear from one of our listeners, Steve, after this story. Um, We'll see. But it's, it's more that I'm not focusing on the whole story of this character, but more like an idea of her, like I tend to do, right? Yeah, I, I like those. You do a great job. So who are we going to talk about tonight? Well, Steve, we're going to talk about Lady Deathstrike. Okay. Now, I had, before Wolverine and opening the pack and looking through those cards, and I believe she was spoiled on the FFG site, right? I Absolutely. have, not surprisingly, never heard of her. Me, I me either. Her. I, I, like I don't know who she is. Okay. Well, Steve, let me start by saying that Lady Deathstrike's story is one that begins with honor and ends there as well. Now, honor is good, right? Yeah. Don't you like honorable things? Of course we do. But yet, Steve, her story is about the cost of single-minded pursuit, of blindly forging a destiny for yourself that is at once misguided, but also bold. She is a strange soup, Steve, of honor and shame. And all of it is sort of like self-perceived to the point where she confuses herself, her ambition, and even those around her. Now, in short, Steve, Lady Deathstrike made a story for herself that actually possessed her into following its plot. And this plot centers on a search, a, a quest for blame, an unforgiving effort to fill a sadness in her with something more tangible, like revenge steve like many a villain her story begins with suffering and loss which only becomes compounded by her attempts to deal with that now steve how old do you think lady deathstrike is you often have a good sense of when people first appeared and things like that you never ask a lady how old she is so i have no idea (laughs) nicely done Mm. first brought to readers in daredevil 197 steve in 1983 now that's back when popcorn balls were around steve (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> Lady Deathstrike has appeared in like a whole bunch of stuff. She's got, she's in tons of storylines and story arcs. Um, but today, I just want to focus on her youth, like so her origin story a little bit, and and that single-minded and obsessive relationship that she has with Wolverine. Okay. Now you see, it kind of all begins and ends with adamantium, Steve. You know what that is, of course. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, folks, is the crazy metal. Is now is it real or is it a Marvel thing? I think it's a Marvel thing. Okay. So it's this crazy metal that the comics love so much, right? Now, Yurika Oyama was the only daughter of a Japanese crime lord named Lord Darkwind, which is awesome. And he's a <laughs> former, that's obviously not his real name, but he becomes this after World War II. 
he was a World War II pilot um, for the Japanese uh, Air Force, and he survived a kamikaze attack, but was left horribly scarred from the ordeal. Now, surviving that attack, Steve, was considered an incredible source of shame for him. And the need to atone for that dishonor, it, it drove him mercilessly. And this is going to be a trait that he would hand down to his daughter, like, like this, mm-hmm. this all-consuming desire for atonement for like like dealing with dishonor and like reclaiming dignity and all that that's just that seems to be a family thing here now so in an effort to right the wrong of his continued existence surviving that attack he figured out how to bond adamantium to bone and bullseye you know bullseye right yep was brought to lord darkwood's private island to experiment on now at some point either before this or after this Darkwin, Lord Darkwin performed this ritual that required the scarring of his children's faces to basically resemble his own. And he has essentially sent his two sons to their death in like this pointless attack on like a, a government official, like an ambassador or something. Mm-hmm. So what this did, the scarring of her face, the pointless death of her two brothers, they, they plant the seed of resentment that takes root in, in Eureka. And when her beloved Kiro who I don't really know much more about, about Kiro other than she really likes him. But, and he's sort of like in servitude to her father. Um, Kiro commits suicide um, once she actually liberates him from her father's, like from like ser- being in servitude to her father. She like frees him from it by killing her own father. Um, she liberates him, but he suddenly has no one to work for or no one to serve or something. And he considers that a dishonor and he kills himself. And that just like, that kind of sends her over the edge, right? It, okay. Like that honor, the perceived right action, I suppose we could call it, 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 it intervenes to create a despair in her that she can't, she can't deal with. All right. Now, you know, you know how that works, right? So the bullseye thing was was a setup and lord darkwind's notes for his science work are stolen okay so she's at a loss for where to take her anger and her deep distress and so eureka decides that her only course of action is to regain her father's lost honor by finding those responsible for stealing the work now how does this even how does this function in her mind you might ask steve do you ask uh how does this function in like in her mind no idea okay <laughs> okay thanks but her first, act, <laughs> her first act of vengeance, though, was upon that very man. And now it comes to pass that she alone can give his spirit rest. You know, like, that's that's strange, right? Like, she she kills her father for what he did to her and her brothers and her family. But then, like, suddenly it's, it's giving, like, honor to him that drives her. Okay. okay. So anyway, Steve, I can claim that this is what... I, I can claim that this is what psychological torment leads to, sort of a, a lashing out, a vain search for somewhere else to put that pain that you can't handle anymore. You you stuff it in the storage closet of your mind, forget about it, and find something else to replace it. But it never goes away, not, not for Eureka. Now, it's at this point where she does the traditional samurai garb that we'll see here in the comics and becomes Lady Deathstrike. She has a she has a way of tracking the adamantium, but but rather than finding Bullseye, her little tracking machine leads her to Wolverine, who uh, was okay. who was Steve, as you no doubt know, bone bonded to the adamantium against his will. Isn't that right? 
Yeah, the whole Weapon X program and all of that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's not just the movie, right? That's like real. Like he, right, that's his history and everything. He never asked for this, right? So suddenly there's Lady Deathstrike and she's like, you know what? He's got it in his bones. He's good enough to satisfy my quest and my honor-bound revenge thing. And she begins this endless back and forth of her pursuit and continual losses to Wolverine. Now, she beats on him sometimes, but mostly she loses and she loses Steve to the point where she gets Spiral. You know Spiral, right? Yeah, from the Mojo Pack. And stuff. Mojo, yeah, that Spiral. Oh. She's like a witch and stuff. Well, Spiral turns Lady Deathstrike into like a cyborg to give her a better shot against Wolverine. Okay. So the rest of her time in the comics, from what I could gather, is spent somewhat predictably. She joins a bunch of different villain groups. She sometimes helps heroes with something. She's embroiled in a number of wayward schemes, you know, all that kind of stuff, right? But always, always. There is this there's this constant hunting and hope for defeat of Wolverine. It's like her fuel, Steve. It's like the one thing that keeps her alive. Now, at one point, she actually finds him after his adamantium is all gone. Like, can you tell that story, Steve? Because I can't, I don't know. Like, but there's like an old Logan or something, or it all gets taken uh, out of him. But, I, I don't know, but I'm assuming there's some storyline where he loses all of it. That makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, and sure. it's and it's in that storyline that she ends up finding him. Um, but since he no longer has that bone bond, it renders him useless as the object of atonement. So now there's a lot to her, much more that I can choose to focus on. And I actually think she's a pretty interesting character. Steve, she has that thing that we look for in our villains, like the, the backstory, oh. you know, beyond simply being evil or a thug or greedy. Right. 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 Well, yeah. It's misguided. Like her whole, her whole thing is a misguided like endeavor, but but her focus on Wolverine and vengeance and atonement and all that, it's still a relatable thing, you know, like how she handles her pain, deals with loss, hides from the truth of things. Well, I mean, that's pretty universal. Like I I feel for her. I mean, ultimately she dies, well, and she almost dies kind of like real, like a real death, Steve, which is unusual Whoa. in this universe, right? Yeah. Um so it's almost an actual death. She becomes the digital consciousness and gets downloaded into various hosts. Oh. I bet you didn't see that coming. I did not. Although you did say she was a cyborg at one point. So, okay. Yep. Yep. So to close, I'll say this, Steve. De Lady Deathstrike is a fantastic choice for Wolverine. But interestingly, it's kind of because their roles are reversed. I think he's her nemesis. Right? Like, oh, that's good. He's, he's never looking for her, really. And he sometimes even refuses to fight her. He's like, he's actually throughout their time together, and they've had a thousand exchanges. He's had ample opportunities to finish her off, but he just doesn't. It's like his pity, his pity is actually worse. And I think that's what drives her to keep coming at him. Well, all right. Hmm. Well, there you have it, Steve. I, I was going to ask you what I missed, but you said you didn't know much about her either. So, um, again, there's a ton of her. She features pretty. She features pretty darn bigly in the comic world. Um, cool. So I do know her. She is in one of the movies. Um, She's in X2. Yeah, yeah, I just didn't realize she was called Lady Deathstrike. And in that one, she can regenerate and stuff. She doesn't regenerate, though, right? In well, the comics? she does. Like, her cyborg parts give her some fast healing and stuff like that. So she kind of does, yeah. Okay. And then she just came in his pack, right? Right. She's just chasing after Wolverine. So 
she's not his nemesis, but she's in his pack because she's still going after him. So it's a right. really good like marriage up in that pack. That's really neat mm-hmm. that they put her in his pack and not somebody else's. Oh, Steve, that makes perfect sense. Right. Because who, yeah. who's, who's Wolverine's nemesis again? Uh, it's Omega Red. Omega Red. Oh, yeah. You know, I saw that name a lot while looking at Lady Deathstrike. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that name comes up. He's like some Russian guy that is sometimes friends, sometimes fun. And we'll be doing his... So. Yeah, we'll be doing his soon. Mm-hmm. Well, I love it. I love it. That, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, because she's not his nemesis. He doesn't really care about her. Right. Well, he does, but like she's sort of more of a nuisance. Like, why is this? Why does this person keep showing up in my backyard? So yeah, she's she's in his pack, taking how many cards are there? There's uh, six total cards, so it takes away six hero cards that the players would get in that pack, and instead you get her because she's being a nuisance to Wolverine. Ah, oh, the team home runs. runs. Team yes. home run, folks. Yeah, um, excellent. Well, well done, Caleb. <laughs> well done. Yeah, whoever designed this one, brilliant, brilliant work. We know it's Caleb. And uh, well, we'll guess. Yeah. Okay. Now we only tell these origin stories, Steve, and you've already hinted at it because there's cards involved. Yeah, right. and Daniel, I'd say thank you. That was really good. I I enjoyed oh, that. Thank you. I always enjoy Japanese things and samurai and honor and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, yeah, she's like she's got it. Yeah. yeah, and Lord sure. Darkwind is a pretty good name. We have to add that to our list of really good names. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Well, tell me about this pack, Steve. All right, so Death Strike is the name of the modular set, and it comes in the back of the Wolverine pack in the Mutant Genesis wave. Mm-hmm. Six total cards, four by title. And Daniel, why don't you start us off with the Lady of the Hour? I would be delighted to do it, Steve. She's got really long fingernails. <laughs> wow. All right. And I think we can guess what they're made out of. Anyhow, Lady Deathstrike Steve is a unique minion with a one scheme, two attack, elite reaver traded with six health, three boost icons. Oh, oh, Steve. <laughs> the first thing I see, quick strike. Nice. Now, she also has a force response when she attacks. After Lady Deathstrike attacks and damages a character, that character's owner discards a random card from their hand. Oh, hmm. okay. Now, that part I don't really get. I would like someone to, like, this set features discarding a lot, and uh, I don't so, really get the theme of that necessarily, but... I think what we're going to be looking at here is she has her adamantium upgrades, and adamantium is like the strongest metal, right? Like, it can't be destroyed except for certain things. So I think she is just hacking up your stuff. She's destroy whatever she hits, she's destroying. So maybe she's shredding that character's armor or their weapons or their will to live. I don't know. Um, that's that's what All is in right. my mind. I'm I'm picturing Wolverine with his claws like chopping stuff up. So you're losing it. That's kind of where I'm gonna go with this. That's the theme now, in my head. Here's a question I have for you, Steve. This is a rule that I want to be true, and I know it's not. Mm. So what if it's Halloween and I'm playing the Mojo Files environment that gives everyone Quick Strike, and Lady Deathstrike shows up with Quick Strike. Can she hit twice? Critical Encounters House Rule Quick Strike stats. Yes. Quick, <laughs> quick Strike quick two, strike. which means she attacks two times. <gasps> yeah, I mean she's pretty. She's pretty awesome. Like there's a yeah. lot of incredible powers and abilities that she has, and like she's relentless in that way too. So. I think that'd be great at Quick Strike stat. 
that'd be that'd be interesting. It does not for the rules lawyers out there, Bill. Um, but but <laughs> uh, she will come out. She will attack. She will damage somebody. Yeah, she I will. suppose unless you have a tough, I guess, and they will. She will make you discard something. So, and yeah. if you're a projection player, you've already discarded half your hand anyway to do your little defensive tricks. Yeah, I have nothing to do next turn. Yeah, so. boring turn for you as a hero. Yeah. Now, Steve, you said something about adamantium upgrades. What are you talking about? Yeah. So this, these are her attachment cards. So there are two of these. They are adamantium upgrades. They give plus two attack. With the tech trait, attached to an enemy without a copy of adamantium upgrades attached. Otherwise, this card gains surge. Attached enemies' attacks gain piercing. Hero action. Spend one of each resource. Discard this card with two boost icons. That's pretty good. Yeah, so they're a minion. No, attached to an enemy. Oh, it can go on the villain. Oh, yeah. So it gives somebody plus two attack and piercing. And they're pretty expensive to remove. They are not, once she's taken all your cards away, that's even harder. Yeah, that's true. Um, although, like all good things, one shawarma can take it out. Yeah, I mean, you have to be playing campaign, um, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, but those de- those decks are really focused on a single type of resource, like a Hulk yeah, or a Iron yeah, Heart or something like that. I like that it can go on the villain, covers itself with that Surge. It doesn't get added like as a boost icon, which is disappointing. But there's so much text on there. I think we we've yeah, learned that they can't do that. Know, there's two of them. Okay. Yep. Um, and most often, you're as you know, cheaty heroes are going to be like, let's put them on a little weenie minion that we can beat up in one punch. Right. Right. Yeah, that's the other downside. If they go on a minion, they're not just going on Lady Deathstrike herself. You know, no. I do it. have a question about the art, though. Please, please. What is going on with that thumb? I think Wolverine just bent it back, and she's really upset. He's like grabbed it. And okay, it is a comic piece. Okay, what? yeah, adamantium. He just grabs. It. Okay, sure. Yeah, he does. right. Why not? Like she, or she tried to stab him with it, and it just bent yeah, back. It, I don't know. It's it's got an odd angle to it. The thumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it explains her facial expression, right? He's <laughs> like, yeah. oh, now you've done it. Yeah. All right. Well. All good modulars come with a treachery, signature treachery, right? She's got hack and slash, two of them, Steve. When revealed, discard one random card from your hand and take damage equal to the number of printed resources on it. It has a special boost icon. Discard a random card from your hand and take damage equal to the number of printed resources on it. Okay. So she slices into your, whatever, I don't know, Venom's uh, rifle and it explodes on him, right? Yeah, and yeah. That's now, my theme for it. That's a, uh, that's a great theme. Why doesn't the boost just say, like, do the when revealed effect? I don't know. I don't okay, know. good. I'm glad, like, because there's other things that do that, right? That is a thing in the game where it's like... Yeah, it would just say... this card's when revealed effect or something. Yeah, yeah. resolve this card. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> just someone someone really had fun with cut and paste or copy and paste, I mean. Yeah, a little um, weird. It, it's just strange. Or maybe they felt like there's too much empty space on the card. No, the the hold on, hold on. The is top half is yeah. The top half is the hack, and the bottom half is the slash. Oh, brilliant, Steve. Okay, all right. <laughs> no matter what, you're getting. Well, no, it can't be that, Steve, because then it would be hack or slash. 
Ha, oh, hacking. Well, it's it's <laughs> N in parentheses, so we don't know what the N stands for. So uh, we all know that that is and and okay 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 all right anyhow exactly. I just, you'll never be hacked and slashed at the same time. Well, you could get one as a boost and Based one on as a card. Well, that's true. Yeah. You could, you could conceivably be hacked and slashed in one villain round. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Now, Steve, last, last week we bemoaned the absence of, of side schemes. Please tell me there's one in Lady Deathstrike. Uh, there is. Because hmm. we learned earlier that she was seeking vengeance. Oh, that is an aptly titled card. Yes, so that is the side scheme with five threat on it, static five. When revealed, if Lady Deathstrike is in play, she activates against you. Otherwise, search the encounter deck and discard pile for Lady Deathstrike and put her into play engaged with you. It has an acceleration icon and three boost icons as well. Okay. Okay. So if she's out, she attacks you and she damages you and you lose a card. If she's not out, you go and get her, put her into play, she has quick strike, she attacks you, damages you, makes you discard a card. It's a good card. This Seeking Vengeance is pretty solid. That's really solid. Yeah. And then it sits there with an acceleration on it after the fact. So mm-hmm. Now, the, the only weird thing about this card is the art. Uh, thank you. I was going to say that. Too. Where, where, so Lady Deathstrike herself is from... You know, an, a paid artist. The rest of the cards in the set come from Marvel Comics, right? Correct. So, so <laughs> they could have picked better art, is what you're telling me? Because well, I don't. What I just don't understand is like in Seeking Vengeance, she's sort of. I'm tr- wondering where it's coming from because it's like she's kind of dressed like a pirate. Yeah, she's that black lipstick. Right, and her her thing is a samurai, very traditional Japanese warrior look, right? And this. This just isn't yeah. that. And you can't see her hand, so you don't know what she's holding. Yeah, it's very strange. Um, so, Daniel, did you ever play The Legend of the Five Rings living card mm-hmm. game by Fantasy Flight Games? I did. I, you know, I like all their products. I'll buy the base game and see what I think. And I was not smart enough to play that game. I did not care for the FFG version of it, but I played the AEG version for like 20 okay. years. Um, wow. And that's the one that had like a whole society behind it and stuff, right? And a big Correct. culture. Yes. And, community. and there is a set of samurai pirates in there called the Mantis Clan. And she's very, she's kind of dressed like them. I was getting, there was a point there. She has a very Mantis Clan vibe to it, other than the color. Um, but yeah, I I'm still don't. I'm from Fantasy Flight's game. Yeah. I, I still like don't an think art's great. Sort of clan kind of thing. Yeah. Right. A minor clan kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah. Really great um, story in the original game. But yeah. The rest of the art I like. This one's like, eh, I don't, I don't like it. Yeah, it just seems very different in tone and everything. I don't know. The other ones are beautiful. She looks great. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah, especially up, the adamantium upgrades. I love that picture of her, the glare, the the shine on the metal. It's just a really nice piece of art. But you are right. The thing you focused on first is the weird thumb. Yeah. Uh, and you can't unsee that now. You're welcome, no. listeners. You're welcome. Yeah, thanks, everybody. So, Steve, you're about to ask me about a rating, aren't you? Yeah, I am. What are you, what are you going to give it a, a rating? You know, I think I like it a lot. I At first, I was unsure, um, but I like I like it thematically. Like the, the side scheme is great because it just keeps pulling her out, and that's what her story is. 
right? She just keeps mm-hmm. coming. Like there's no, she can't, she can't stop herself, right? Right. Um, I think hack and slash is kind of weak. I don't really like it. I, uh, uh, another treachery would have been better. So it's going to make it an A minus for me because she's fantastic. Her card is super awesome. Mm-hmm. And I think those upgrades are killer. Yeah. Um, plus two attack. There could be two of them out. One's probably going to go on the villain because you always take care of minions as fast as you can. And like you said before, Steve, no one's got all those ner- all those resources. Yeah, it's going to stick around a little bit, I think. But that's very unusual. And that's plus two attack. Piercing also. Like that's, yeah. Yeah. You, you need to get rid of them. And yeah. someone's going to have to burn a turn. And then that means Lady Deathstrike herself sticks around longer. And she takes her cards away to make the hero action harder. Yeah. 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 It's a, it's a nice contained theme. They all work with each other. Like you kind of yeah. know what you're getting into with her. I think Mike would say something like, well, with these one minion sets, you know, do you get to see the minion enough? And, you know, it's got Seeking Vengeance, so there's a couple ways to get her out. I, I like it. I think it's a fun set. Yeah, you, you could say that for any of them, right? Right. So, like, right. that can't really be the knock on them. It's like, no. it, I mean, and you get to decide if she shows up. Anyway, I think, I think that anytime someone plays Wolverine, they should throw this in. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not required or suggested in any scenario. So you have to right. be willing to deck build for the villain. You have to play a scenario where you put her in. There's another set out there um, that have Reavers, so you could toss her in when you're playing with those. Like, just consider it a big, fat Reaver deck. Yeah. Um, so then she'll combo with all the Reaver cards, which we haven't talked about yet, but that would work. Um, Oof, you could make life pretty hard for yourself. Yep. You could also take this set and make it Wolverine's Nemesis set. Remove Omega Red and use this one instead. Right? Interesting yeah. yeah. Some of these little sets, you could say, okay, I'm going to put this to the side. And when I get my Shadow of the Past, this one's coming out. That kind of thing. Speaking, you know, speaking of that, Steve, do you know what I noticed on Octagon the other day? What did you notice? I was, on I was loading some stuff up. And you know, you can choose Nemesis sets. Yeah, as a scenario, as a modular or choose modular sets, right? All the yeah. nemesis sets sets are there. Yes, and you know how that came about? I think it's you, Steve. I requested that, and he did it. Thank that you. Is so awesome. Yeah, I yes. just saw that the other day. I was like loading up. Um, I wanted to see if like the Psylocke cards and images were ready yet, and they weren't. But like, so I'm like, well, let me just play some quick game. And that was the one I, I chose, Valkyrie. Like, I, I put it out in the Discord. I, Took Valkyrie mm-hmm. against Rhino and the yep. Space Pirates. Um, yeah, and I saw that loading up. I'm like, that is so cool that you can do that. Now you can't take people's nemesis sets away, but you can add, right? So yeah, um, I want to thank Orab, Orabo, mm-hmm. something like his, the guy who does the guy Octin, who does. Yeah, Orab09 on Discord. He maintains that. So thank you very much because without that. You, you get a lot less streaming from us. So, but yeah, and being able to pick a nemesis set is a lot of fun. So, right. The, the, the Octagon platform that he's built is beautiful. It's really nice. That, that welcome page. I love it. Yeah. It's, it's just, fun. it's just really well done. Um, and you know, I've been on Octagon for a dozen years. It's come a long way and yeah, it's a good time. They figured out the, some tricks and tips to really make it shine. 
Well, this is a great set. I'm glad we talked about it. Thank you for thank you for assigning uh, Lady Deathstrike to me. Oh, you're welcome. It's a sad story in a lot of ways. <laughs> anyway, where can people write in Steve to tell to tell us about the rest of her story and what's maybe you know more interesting? What, what can they do? If you want to give us some additional lore on Lady Deathstrike or tell us some fun games that you have had using her modular set. You can email us at criticalencounterspod at gmail.com. We are Critical Encounters on Facebook. You can find our YouTube channel or Patreon by searching for Critical Encounters Podcast. And on Discord, we are Bardain, Big Foam Loaf, and Wandering Duke. If you like our show, tell your friends. If you don't like our show, tell your enemies. Lady Deathstrike, take us out. This time, I will carve your heart from your chest. <laughs>